Welcome to Mind Your Mind. Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self-care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host, Joseph Tropper, and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Welcome, everyone, to Mind Your Mind, episode 57. It's one of my favorite ones, 10 Tips for Weight Loss. And if you're wondering what this is doing in a mental health channel, well, I think that weight loss is something that's very important when we eat healthy and we make healthy choices that impacts our minds and, of course, our bodies uh, and our mental health. So listen up. And if you're struggling with weight, uh, I've certainly been in your shoes, and it's something that um, you know I'm proud to take good care of myself, but uh, it's something that does not come easy at all. And over the years, I've helped many people lose a lot of weight and in healthy ways together with their doctors. And I want to share with you a couple of tips to do that. Now, obviously, there's no such thing as a quick fix. We all know the exact same three ingredients that is required for weight loss, and these are the ones that you just can't do anything about them. Uh, Rule number one, healthy eating. Rule number two, consistent exercise. And number three is that you must actually practice rule number one and two and do it consistently. And I know the way I'm wired personally, and this is not the case for some people, um, for me, the biggest priority is the healthy eating. If I eat healthy um, and I exercise a little, I'm good to go. I know other people that uh, they eat decently and okay, but they're not so good at it. But the exercise is really rigorous, and that really helps. Um, so, But certainly the consistency is something that is important. So these 10 tips are understanding those three things, that you actually have to start eating healthy and maybe change some of your eating habits, and you actually have to exercise a little bit at least. Um, and number three, you have to be consistent and actually do it. Um, These are 10 tips that kind of might help in a psychological way as well. So number one, set goals. Uh, We really like bite-sized goals. We like things in life. We like to be able to focus on things. So for me, oftentimes when I work with clients, of course, the first thing I tell them is to speak to their doctor, find out what what some of their medical goals are. But if someone's pre-diabetic or someone uh, is pre-hypertension or hypertension or diabetic um, or just knows that they want to get their health in order, then uh, you could ask your doctor, okay, well, how much should I weigh? And, of course, the BMI could be a little bit tricky because it's a little bit strict. And if you run it, you know, you might be morbidly obese, uh, according to its number, and that might not actually be the reality. But the bottom line is that it is, uh, there are certainly good ways to figure out exactly how much you want to be weighing. So when you set those goals, uh, short-term goal and long-term, I say set a one-month goal, set a three-month goal, and a six-month goal. And that's something that I see helps a lot of people. It has a short-term motivation um, and slightly further out and maybe even a long-term uh, goal. And that helps us figure out exactly what we're trying to do um, and get realistic about uh, that weight loss. Number two, tip number two, get a buddy. It's really uh, helpful to be in check with someone else. There's a lot of research that shows that uh, if you live in a household where one person is morbidly obese and and or uh, people that don't eat very healthy, it's very easy to get influenced by that and to just kind of fall into it. Uh, we are social eaters. A lot of our eating takes place uh, socially. And we eat a lot more socially than we do one-on-one. So if you're sitting down to eating supper yourself, I believe that the statistic is you're actually um, likely to eat about 1.5 to 2 times as much um, as when you're with someone else. Uh, So something to think about when you go out to eat with others. But of course, family settings are social also. And uh, the idea is to uh, get clear what you're trying to eat. And uh, don't uh, don't overdo it. But let's come back to get a buddy. The buddy part isn't an eating buddy. The buddy part is... The health using the healthy part of using another human being's accountability uh, and that you're accountable to them and they're accountable to you uh, 
going on that weight loss journey with other people, that social aspect is really, really helpful as well. So um, use that. Uh, of course, I had one person I was working with that they were gung-ho and they found a buddy and then that buddy kind of fell off the bandwagon and that really hurt them. But when we did a session about this, so uh, he was actually able to find a replacement and really got back on track and really stayed focused. And the buddy was kind of jealous, the, the first buddy, and he felt like abandoned. How dare you? <laughs> you continued, uh, uh, you know, this weight loss program without me. But, you know, you got to take care of yourself first. Number three, and this one not everyone's going to agree with, but it works for a lot of people. It's called Weigh Yourself Daily. Um, so for some people, it's really cool taking, uh, you know, taking stock of how much you weigh. I know a lot of people that might not sound very good right away, but what I find is that when you start to learn your pattern, and I know myself, I weigh the most over the weekend, and Tuesdays and Wednesdays is the time that my weekend weight uh, kind of fluctuates back to my actual weight. And I weigh myself every morning at about 8 a.m., same time as well, uh, once a day, and I write it down. You could There's apps where you could write this into for free. You could have a spreadsheet. You could write it on your wall, um, on, a, you know, on a chart. You could do it anywhere. Um, tons of free apps that could track it. I'm not even going to go there. It's a very simple thing, very easy. You can make your own spreadsheet. But what I find is that I can pick up trends of, okay, I, I'm, I'm on this journey and I'm having a good month or I'm having a good week um, or what am I doing wrong over here because something's wrong and that helps you stay on track. Um, a lot of people don't want to weigh themselves. I still recommend doing it at least once a week just so you have an idea. It's, it's in, a good, in general, it's good to know how much you weigh. Just to, It's one of those vitals you want to be in touch with. So that's important in my opinion and it can be used in your benefit. Number four, plan ahead. Uh, for me, my biggest junk points are when I am at work and I get hungry certain times during the day. And so what I did was I got myself allowed snacks. These are 100-calorie things, whether some of them are nuts or some of them are low-fat cookies, which are prepackaged. Um, uh, also, certain fruits and vegetables that I know are designated, like my pear, that's 100 calories, or my apple, it's about 100 calories. Um, so that's cool. That really, that really works well. But when you think ahead for when I'm in a bind and I know I'm going to get hungry at this time, this is what I'm going to do. Um, it's a lot easier to do that than to go to a vending machine and buy M&Ms, um, which is really simple. Or go to a, a store and grab some junk off the shelf. All right. Uh, number five is exercise. Now, I know, you, I know I told you that that's part of a list, but what I mean to say is talk to someone who could help you figure out exactly what your body needs. So for me, my minimum is always... Uh, walking 30 minutes, a brisk walk or jog, uh, but but definitely you know breaking. You want to break a sweat. It's important as long as you don't have any health issues that are precluding that. Um, but definitely 30 minutes at least three times a week. Personally, for me, I walk actually almost every day. Six days a week is my goal, and I really try for seven, but I, I don't disappoint myself. Um, but I, I do walk six days a week for a half hour. Um, to be very honest with you, about 75 to 90 percent of that is just because of mental health. It's just my it's my time. It's my it's my own self-soothing time and relaxation, just thinking, feeling, and just relaxing time. And the other 25 or, or less percent is, is for exercise purposes. Um, but I feel, I feel that you know, some type of calculation about exercise, some, plan, some thought about exercise could be really helpful. Number six, uh, join a gym or get on a routine. Um, the famous line goes, what's the hardest part about exercise? Putting on your shoes. Uh, what's the hardest part about walking? Put it in your shoes. Take that first step, and you'll see that you know you're already in your shoes, and you're already there. You're already half halfway there. Uh, joining a gym gives you a lot of motivation because you see all these other people that are sweating and pushing themselves, and it really uh, could could be a big encouragement for you. If you're a type of person that doesn't like that, that's cool too. Honestly, I've lost a tremendous amount of weight over the years, and I've rarely been part of a gym. Um, although 
I've done the second part, which is routine. I have a, I have a daily routine in my eating and exercising. I eat three meals a day, and I have three snacks a day. Um, and each one of them is pretty regulated. Again, it doesn't matter. I can't. I could go through what I do, but it's not about that. It's just about a calculation of what works for me. I, I need a certain amount of breakfast calories in the morning, and um, we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, but figure out what works for you. Um, gym and routine is really, really helpful. Number seven is celebrate small milestones. You got to celebrate. I mean, if you're a man who's on a diet for uh, one to three weeks, you'll probably lose about five, 10 pounds just off the bat by changing what you're doing. Um, if you're a woman, you'll probably lose one to three pounds. I know for men, we get beer bellies a lot more easily, but we could lose weight a drop quicker uh, for most men. So I know it's not fair, but it is what it is. Um, although most women do better on diets, actually, according to statistics, men are really, really bad at diets. Um, but when they do it, they do well. Okay, so celebrate those small milestones. Um, number eight, is find a diet lifestyle that works for you. And this is exactly what I'm going to talk about. So for me, uh, one of my biggest things that I do is calorie counting. I know it sounds extremely annoying, but I actually spent three months logging using an app called Noom. And I'll give a little push for them um, because I think they're very interesting. I signed up for a, for a uh, six-month trial, I think, for like five bucks. It was pretty awesome. Until then, I had been using MyFitnessPal, the free one, just to... Um, track down just to track all my weight and stuff, um, which I found very helpful. Uh, you don't need to upgrade and get anything more than that. Um, I also use my health vitals to track my um, blood pressure, which is something that I think is important to keep track of too. Um, as far as dieting, I use Noom. You can look it up. I, I think they're a great program. They have, um, they have a wonderful um, way of incorporating psychology, uh, group efforts uh, day by day, they also believe in weighing yourself every day, which I'm a very big fan of, and counting calories. And what I basically did was for three months, all every single piece of food I put in my mouth, I, I did a calorie count for. Uh, what were the benefits for me? Uh, that calorie counting was extremely grueling and horrific. But number one was it, was it helped me with dieting because I would be like, I really want that cookie. But then I have to pull out my phone, get in the app, and actually put it in there. Now, it was pretty cool. <clears throat> Because once you type a word like Nabisco, it finishes it off, and you could actually like find your products, and like about ninety nine percent of them are in there. And if they're not, you just create a new one. Like my Dan and yogurts in the morning, which is one of my snacks, my hundred and forty calorie snack. But that's my thing. Um, so I put that in, put in the calories, and you could fill out whatever information. Anyway, so um, they have the social aspect because you get part of a social group. You have a coach there, uh, which is another, which is actually the next uh, tip that I'll give you in a second. So. Um, Coming back to that, everyone has their own diet, whether it's South Beach or, or Atkins or other things. I don't really care about that per se. For me, counting calories worked really well. It worked well because, like I said, it was annoying to write it down. But it worked well, most importantly, because I was able to keep track and realize, like, hey, the reason I'm not losing weight is because I had 4,000 calories today. That doesn't really work for my body because there's a word for uh, extra calories. It's called fat storage. Um, that's what your body is trained to do. And so what I ended up doing was finding out exactly what I need calorie-wise, my caloric intake, and then just make a calculation of how my three meals should be divided and how my three snacks should be divided. And bam, at the end of the day, when I would run out of calories and I, I, I had to work it out that I wasn't going to be hungry, so that was part of it. That worked really well. And then I had uh, the option of eating lettuce, uh, Tic Tacs, and uh, uh, seltzer. <laughs> so <laughs> all things that have no calories. Um, not very pleasant and not very encouraging, but uh, you feel really good losing the weight and you learn how to get filled in your meals and 
one of the greatest things I found is eating slower. When you eat slower, it actually fills you up better. Your brain has time to catch up and realize that you're that you're actually full. So I love to cut up my stuff. My kids always make fun because little kids like, you know, cut up stuff. But I always cut up my chicken and fish and other things that I eat into really small pieces because it just allows me to eat slower and not just throw the whole piece into my mouth, which is how I used to eat. So find a lifestyle diet that works for you. Number nine is get a coach. There's a couple of different coaches. Some of them are online. Some of them are in gyms. Some of them are fitness coaches or nutritional coaches. That's all cool. They're good. Um, sometimes a uh, life coach or personal coach um, or even a therapist could be very helpful in weight loss as long as they have experience in working with that. Um, I've, seen, I've worked with people very effectively over the phone in uh, weight loss programs. And a lot of times uh, when someone's having a lot of stress or a lot of trouble uh, staying on a diet or, stay, or staying on a weight loss program, um, it has to do with a lot of emotional stuff that are there, and that's when a therapist can come in handy for exploring some of the emotional parts uh, in life that are getting in the way. So don't be afraid to reach out for that coach. And number 10 is enjoy life. Now, why do I put that on there? Because diets and exercising and all these other things are meant to be enjoyable, and they're not meant to torture you. And so one of the things I've always maintained in all of my dieting and, and self-care is that I always have a good dessert at least once a week, ice cream or something else. Uh, obviously, I don't overdo it. No, I don't have a whole tub of ice cream, but I have a portion of ice cream. And in fact, I've learned certain ice creams that are uh, a third of the calories or a third of the fat, some of them. Um, in fact, slow churned, which you would think is more um, luxurious, is actually a lot more low fat. And you know, I could have one of those once a week. Um, but if you're depriving yourself and you're always feeling like you're losing out, it's not very motivational. Bottom line is take those 10 tips and go get them. You know the rules. Number one, and I'm not going to go over the 10. You can listen to it again if you need the review. Um, but the three rules of weight loss are very simple. If you use these tips, you could apply it. Number one is healthy eating. Number two is exercising. And number three is do it and be consistent. Best of luck. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to mind your mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at mindyourmindonline.com.